The biggest game of the year, you're here for. We're going to break it down. The showdown slate on Sunday Night Football between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. So, ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 hopefully you're having a lovely start to your weekend, depending on when you're watching this. I think I'm going to release this one on Saturday night instead of middle of the day Sunday. See if it gets some more trends, some more viewership, especially for what I believe is the biggest game of the year. Like, Browns-Chiefs to start the year, that was a fun game. It was cool, but it's not going to have the same excitement as the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of people see both these teams as the two best teams in the AFC and maybe two of the best three to four teams in the entire NFL, and we get it on Sunday Night Football. So a nice little treat for us to close up the Sunday main slate right into the showdown slate. Let's win some Dollaruskis, and we're going to prep you right here for it. I have my projections done. I have my rankings on ownership, all this type of stuff. The optimizer's locked and loaded. Let's give you as much intel as we can. Let's slide on a late night into, into right now, the players. And all I ask from you, all I ask from you is as the subscribe button pops up right here, just hit that bad boy, especially if you're brand new to the channel. I'm telling you, we're going to give you, we're going to give you the tools, the artillery for war in the streets tonight of player props, of DFS, whatever it might be. So this is a very interesting slate. As always with Millie Makers, if you play DFS golf, you know that anytime there's a million dollar to first contest in the DraftKings lobby or even on FanDuel, the pricing is going to be very, very easy. Now, what does that mean? It's going to be soft. It's because DraftKings wants people that just get their phone out, right? They're brand new. They just got, they just saw a commercial. Oh, I could win a million dollars in this game. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm a Bills fan. I'm an NFL fan. I want to be able to build a lineup. So when you see the pricing on this slate and you see the pricing of a Stefan Diggs, a Cole Beasley, a Gabriel Davis, some of the ridiculous prices that are out there heck even travis kelsey's barely in the 9k range it's because of the fact that it's easy to make lineups they want it as simple as possible for somebody who's new to be able to make a lineup with people they know and not have to get stressed out of i don't have enough money and get frustrated and leave they want it to be very simple the first time you make a lineup i like this lineup i want to roll with it that is exactly what they're trying to do so when people are like how the hell is stefan diggs not even 9k that's how i don't know how the hell stefan diggs is not even nine thousand dollars though for this slate i mean stefan diggs coming in right now is the number one player in the nfl in air yards what does that mean it just means the amount of air yards your, your passes see from when the second they were thrown to when they hit the ground meaning that's a lot of upside he's getting a lot of deep targets but not only that he's number five in overall targets he was obviously the number one wide receiver last year he's having a down year this year still averaging 16 and a half fantasy points per game and now he gets to face this borderline in terms of epa expected points added bottom five chiefs overall defense and really just the secondary so steph diggs is an elite captain option you're not going to shock anybody by playing steph diggs in the captain spot i expect steph diggs to be the highest owned captain because of how cheap he is and if he's not the highest owned captain then it's probably going to be a tyree killer or travis kelsey but expect Stefan Diggs to be extremely chalky but it really doesn't matter to me because there are two players that are priced right now above four thousand dollars that look like elite plays basically the two best plays in the slate and they're both Buffalo receivers and one of them is right there in Steph Diggs and the other one is right next to him on this sheet and that is going to be Cole Beasley I have Cole Beasley right now as the number one overall play on the slate outside of maybe if you're just trying to punt at a thousand dollars or below the number one overall play on the slate right now based on my projections he has ran so far 35 routes per game he has 31 targets on the year right so he's averaging almost eight targets per game this is an unreal price point for a guy who's going to maybe see some too high shells which means it's going to be easier to check the ball down you're going to see a lot of that for buffalo's defense we'll see if kansas city tries to do it as well to try and force buffalo to run a little bit more keep the ball out of josh allen's hands make the game a little quicker that's why i like the under 57 under 56 and a half i already have placed in this game you can check out the betting video from earlier this week but it is a little bit crazy how cheap these price points are expect cole beasley expect steph Diggs to be highly owned we'll see we'll see and we'll talk in the discord i'm not going to go live 
live for this game. I'll be out chilling out, relaxing, maxing on cool, letting my shoulders lean on Sunday. But we'll see in the Discord. I'll update things. We'll see what the ownership looks like on these guys if they ever become fadeable. It's going to be really hard to see that, but it's just such an easy slate for salary building that it's going to be very difficult to want to play kickers and defenses. It's going to be very easy to get to the expensive quarterbacks like a Josh Allen up here at $12,400 in a matchups against this Chiefs defense. That has been absolutely terrible. You have Allen already attempting 39 attempts per game. He gets the number 28 pass rush in Kansas City now. This is a guy who's averaging 264 passing yards per game, which is actually a low number compared to how much he's throwing. He's throwing the second most in the NFL right now when he's in the red zone, and he's number three in air yards. So he's throwing the second most in the red zone right now because they're getting there often and they're just not completing it, right? They're they're having third and fourth downs. Like if they were scoring on first and second down, he's not going to have that much. So the second most in the red zone, it's kind of this skewed stand-up. It's very good that he's getting there, but it's taking them a lot and they're not really converting. Like last week, he only converted one time in terms of seven or eight red zone trips, literally in the game, that many, right? That's, it was a blowout. Seven red zone trips, I believe it was. He only specifically converted once for a passing touchdown. So that's going to increase those numbers. But Josh Allen looks good as well. Now, I do want to say something on this slate, though. You're getting Patrick Mahomes. Rarely is he ever. This might be the first time I've ever seen it. Maybe on a slate with like Lamar Jackson, but you're getting him cheaper than the other quarterback on the slate. And I get it. Right now, you're getting a Josh Allen to play very well. But Patrick Mahomes is averaging six more fantasy points per game than Josh Allen. And there's this narrative out there that the Bills defense is elite. Buffalo fans, Bills Mafia out there, it could be. It could be elite. I know it's ranking top five in a lot of metrics right now. But have you seen the quarterbacks you faced? You've gotten to face Davis Mills You've in a rain game, let alone. But Davis Mills, right? A man who's a Stanford quarterback in the mid-rounds who was not supposed to play any time over the next couple of years. Probably a career backup. Davis Mills. Jacoby Bursett you get to play, right, on basically short notice. Big Ben, who looks like potentially the worst quarterback in the league behind Davis Mills. This is a very skewed and small sample here. The Patrick Mahomes, those other quarterbacks are the sons of Patrick Mahomes. Like, Patrick Mahomes is standing up. Those other quarterbacks that I mentioned, even Big Ben, they're all looking up to Patrick Mahomes. No disrespect here. And they're saying, father, 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 teach us how to play the quarterback position like you, right? That it just... It's not even close. So it's a little bit skewed. So if you see in this slate that maybe Josh Allen's coming in at 60% owned and Patrick Mahomes is only 50 or 55% and you're getting that much of a leverage spot just on Patrick Mahomes, you rarely, rarely ever get leverage spots on Patrick Mahomes. And the narrative that the Bills defense is elite now and really good is actually one. And the fact that Patrick Mahomes has had some games where he's struggling, even though he's averaging over 30 fantasy points per game, I think we might find a leverage spot here to go to Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen, which is just crazy because he has a higher team total. He averages more fantasy points per game. He has much more quick strike of an offense. Now, the one thing I will mention is that the Bills defense does play a lot of cover too. Tampa two, two high shells, meaning they have two high safeties. It basically just means two high safeties invite the run more. There's one less man in the box. So they're saying, hey, opponents run on us more because we want you to get to third downs we want you to get to second and seven and then maybe it's third and three or third and five or third and seven if you incomplete that pass right this is the approach that they're going for and i expect them to definitely go for it against the kansas city chiefs so you can play that too high look to kind of neutralize what tyree kill can do downfield now tyree kill is on here as a yes for me at ten thousand four hundred dollars because he's on their price on these showdown slates he's usually eleven thousand plus dollars right so you're getting some discount on him as he's a clear captain option as the target leader the routes leader the receptions and touchdowns leader on this Kansas City Chiefs team so he's definitely in play but I think a very interesting play is Travis Kelsey and now if you want to get Tyree Kill in the flex that's fine I think Kelsey for captain reasons I think Kelsey it's, it's hard to go to Kelsey over Diggs in the captain spot especially when Diggs is still somehow cheaper but I do think that Kelsey at $9,200 is very strongly in play because of this too high look that I'm talking about if the if the Buffalo Bills in their defense like they normally do plays too high safeties in this one it's going to leave zone beating ability in the middle of the field short quick passes 
passes between 10 and 12 yards, 10 and 15 yards. That is exactly where Ka Travis Kelsey strives. A Travis Kelsey 10 catch, 105 yard game, even if he doesn't hit the end zone and he has 23 fantasy points for you, is very much in the cards today. And that's actually the perfect time to let you know about my favorite prop, the community prop. We can all take this together, hold hands, and watch the game. I have 100 bucks on this one. I took Cole Beasley over five receptions. I just like the number. I think you probably have him right now for around 5.8. So it's not the greatest of numbers, but I actually do like the over. But the one I really like, we have taken Travis Kelsey under seven and a half receptions twice this year. We have gotten it right. We're undefeated on these Travis Kelsey props. Today, we're taking over seven receptions for this Sunday night football game. I think he lays down in the zone. I think you see a lot of these eight to 10 yard catches. He picks up some yards after the catch. And you're looking at a Travis Kelsey game of eight to nine catches for 100 plus yards. And maybe we even get a score out of it. I think Travis Kelsey in this matchup sets up beautifully. If you want to follow this one with me, it's on prizepicks.com. You go there, you sign up, and it's very simple. When they say, do you have a promo code, use the code SAL, S-A-L, and your first bet, your first bet will be free up to $100. So if you put $100 on that prop I just showed you, even if you get it right, bang, you won money and they'll give you an extra 100 If you get it wrong, they'll give you $100 right back. So there you go. It's a risk-free bet up to $100. What are you waiting for? Use it right now. Take the over on Travis Kelsey's receptions, on Cole Beasley's receptions. We'll all sing Kubayage around the Sunday night campfire and win the dollar motherfucking Ruskies. Use that code Sal to take advantage of this offer. So Kelsey, I think, looks very good. I think Travis Kelsey, because of the weeks of him struggling, because of how close he is in price point to Stefan Diggs, and then people will want to go to the exciting Tyree Kill, who just dropped a fucking 50 bomb last week. I think Kelsey's actually going to be low-owned, which is another rare thing that you hear. Now, two more yeses stand out to me. The first one is going to be Gabriel Davis, who, look, I'm not the biggest fan of Gabriel Davis. I was advocating all summer long for Emmanuel Sanders over Gabriel Davis because that's what they were doing. They were showing you that they're paying Emmanuel Sanders, bringing him in. They're not going to pay him the money they paid him to just be a wide receiver for. So Gabriel Davis has been the clear wide receiver for in this team. He's only ran 71 routes on the entire year. But when you look at 71 routes run on the year, that's 18 routes per game right now. He has three catches, 61 yards and a touchdown on seven targets so far. So he's operating as the wide receiver for in the Buffalo Bills offense. He's only $1,000. If you're looking for value on this slate, there's the kickers, there's the defenses. It's fine. There's mid-range value like Cole Beasley. There's expensive value like Steph Diggs and Travis Kelsey. But when you're looking to dumpster dive on this slate right now, like $2,000 or below, or even looking below $4,000, there's really not much, right? And, and if you get 15 rounds run out of Gabriel Davis in this game, it could lead to one to three targets, really zero to three targets. But if you're getting two or three targets in this game environment at $1,000, and it allows you to pay it for some other things, Gabriel Davis has to be in play. Now, I will admit, he doesn't grade out well. I have him on my Patreon projections. Join the community down below. Become one of the members that we're serving now around 900 patreon members get up in the discord projections ranks ownership tools discord access the optimizer a bunch of other shit to get you ready for this here game so four and a half fantasy points is what i have for gabriel davis it's not great but that's a medium projection we obviously know the ceiling is around you know he catches a touchdown and he's getting teens in the fantasy points for a thousand bucks my final yes is another mid-range value for me and really lower mid-range it's mccall harbin he's just continuing to be just like a struggle point for a lot of people it's kind of touchdown or bust at this price point for mccall but he's at least running routes right now and i know josh gordon's here we'll talk about josh gordon in a second i'm not too concerned about josh gordon but at least mccall harbin right now is operating as the clear wide receiver too now behind travis kelsey as well so technically wide receiver three but he's running over 28 routes per game he has 17 targets which is, which is 10 more than demarcus robinson the number three receiver and you're going to get a solid matchup here so if i can get 17 targets through four games and if i can get right now in this four mid 4k range 
three, four, five targets in this game, I'm going to take it because especially for his skill set and his upside, and maybe you get a 20 plus yard target downfield, it's going to be good, especially if we're holding on to this theory that the Bills defense, maybe it's not awful. The Bills defense, Matt Milano looks like he's going to play a coverage linebacker for them. He's solid, but this Bills defense has faced absolutely nobody. Again, Bills fans, don't take that to heart. I I'm trying to remain as neutral as possible here. You probably know it too. Davis Mills, Ben Roethlisberger, Jacoby Brissett, hyping up your defense you being able to shut those teams out is nowhere near the same as when Patrick Mahomes is coming to town with a 30 implied team total Vegas sees right through the bullshit as well so now these guys that are on the screen I'm not as interested in but still obviously very strong plays like Emmanuel Sanders is a very strong play but give me Cole Beasley for over a thousand dollars less but don't be shocked when Emmanuel Sanders goes out there and performs well because he's been playing well all season long he has 151 routes run that is only two routes behind Stefan Diggs for the team lead he's basically an every down player right now he is right he's seen six targets per game with 24 total targets on the year and he's top 10 in deep targets and air yards so an Emmanuel Sanders four catch 70 yard day and a touchdown is strongly in play Dawson Knox is, is overpriced he's overpriced because of touchdowns Dawson Knox is running way more routes than Robert Tonyan ever did last year for the Packers but Dawson Knox is very similar to the Robert Tonyan play of last year right his four touchdowns are propping him up it's propping him up to have 13 fantasy points per game he does have 19 total targets on the year though so if you're going to get four to five targets out of a tight end that's good but if he doesn't score a touchdown at 6200 you're getting four catches for 50 yards and that's not doing much for you so Dawson Knox at this price point is 6200 is clearly clearly touchdown or bust and he's going to be heavily needing uh, depending on ownership if i want to get there kickers are in play I'd, I'd roster at most one a lot of the times i'm fine not rostering a kicker on this slate you don't have as much value there's gabe davis there's mccall harman we're going to get to demarcus robinson so i think kickers are firmly in play same thing could be said for the defenses i much prefer the bills defense because hey on the flip side of the, the narrative that we're saying of maybe they're just not that great maybe they are that good now you're facing patrick mahomes but in high total games defenses are actually fine sure you might lose the 10 points you start with because the other team's scoring 20 but the more pass attempts the more overall plays run in this game and the bills run at the second highest pace in the nfl right now the more that you're snapping the ball and playing the more chance for chaos so i do believe that that is an okay spot to get the bills another player that is just overpriced here is Clyde Edwards Hilaire another player who is just touchdown or bust he has no receiving game role in this offense now I get it he has two receiving touchdowns so far but he has seven targets through four games he's running 20 routes per game he's only been set targeted seven times now he actually has 58 touches on the ground so far so he's getting around 15 touches per game for Clyde Edwards Hilaire but at $7,400 with not an elite or even solid receiving game role like you're hoping that a guy catches two balls for 12 yards in the receiving game that's not a good pass catching running back not the one we were sold coming out of LSU at least so at this price point you're going to need Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to score at least a touchdown now maybe it suppresses his ownership but how do you go to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or how do you go to him over the likes of uh, Cole Beasley for cheaper over the likes of Emmanuel Sanders for cheap right so it becomes difficult to get there now two final guys that remain in player the remaining wide receivers for the Chiefs not no not Josh Gordon we'll get there but it's Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle Byron P Pringle is just a punt play I think Josh Gordon he's expected to play if he does play he probably runs 10 routes he sees zero to two targets the guy hasn't played in years he hasn't been good in even more years and in a big game like this I don't think they're going to trust him to go out there and run 30 routes they're just not going to do it they don't even let McCole Hardman or Demar Demarcus Robinson run 30 routes so if you get 10 routes run out of Josh Gordon expect zero to probably two targets more times than not at $1,800 I think he's overpriced I only have Josh Gordon right now for like two two and a half fantasy points but I do think that that makes means that you're not going to get any ownership on Byron Pringle he's only 800 bucks he looks very similar to the Gabriel Davis play these guys are wide receiver fours on their team they'll probably see somewhere between zero two maybe three targets do they find the end zone is basically how it goes right you had the the week one Byron Pringle has the touchdown that's a really big game or week two he has the touchdown with the Baltimore Ravens game at night that's a big 
game for him because he's so cheap. He's running right now 52 routes in the year. So similar to Davis, Gabriel Davis running 71 routes. He's seen nine targets in those games. He looks fine. He looks decent. Demarcus Robinson is a guy now for like two or three years who just doesn't get any fucking separation. He's running 26 and a half routes per game. So he's running way more routes right now than Byron Pringle as he's operating as the wide receiver three. Like he's running double, more than double the amount of his Byron Pringle and he has two less targets. How can that fucking be possible? It's because the guy gets no separation. So he's in play on a showdown slate where there's not much value and you're probably going to come down to choosing on this slate. Do I want to play fucking Demarcus Robinson or do I want to play a defense or kicker? And as of right now, based on my projections, I have Demarcus Robinson for six points. I have the kickers for around nine points. Obviously, Robinson with the touchdown upside, like you saw in week two, has the ability to score a touchdown and score double digit points and just beat these kickers. But I prefer the kickers as of right now over Demarcus Robinson, which just sounds gross coming out of my mouth hole. And the remaining players are on the screen. The Bills running max are fine if you want to get there. I'm putting a no on them. I'm sure I'll get some of them in 150 max lineups. They're just both priced a little bit too much for me. Like Zach Moss the last two weeks has now taken over as the lead back, leading the backfield in routes run and touches and by far red zone touches. So that's kind of neutralizing Devin Singletary too. If Devin Singletary is going to touch the ball 10 times, even if he has a good game for 50 yards, even if he scores a touchdown and has 11 fantasy points, is that fucking good for you? A really good game out of Devin Singletary here would be beating his season average of 10 fantasy points and scoring 11 fantasy points. And at $5,200, that's probably not even in play for you because Cole Beasley is going to score 16. The kickers for cheaper are going to score 10, right? It's just hard to get there. Zach Moss, same thing. Zach Moss in this game is probably going to touch the ball. They have a positive 31% run blocking advantage, but you're probably going to see Zach Moss in this game go out out there touch the ball he's averaging 15 touches per week the last two weeks the touchdowns are propping up his fantasy points to 15 and a half per game i'm not relying on those so if zach moss goes out here in a good matchup sure right kansas city's run defense we thought it was a strong part of their defense it has not looked good over the past couple of weeks so you're getting right now zach moss even if he touches the ball 14 times in this game he finds some red zone activity and he scores 12 to 14 fantasy points he's 6600 right he's similar in price to emmanuel sanders more than cole beasley similar in price to some other guys like clyde Edwards solaire who at least has some sort of a lone back role to himself right seeing 16 17 touches per game so it's tough to get to these guys if you want to get to them i understand it they're going to see 10 to 12 touches there's a chance that each of them can score one to two touchdowns isaiah mckenzie has only ran 28 routes through four games he's 200 he'll probably see five or six routes he might have an end around for the bills that's all you need to know about that daryl williams is insanely expensive expensive at $3,600 for the role that he's playing. He's only running 11 routes per game. He has only seen so far this season 26 opportunities. So, so far in the year, you're getting 25 touches. So that's not bad, right? You're getting five to six touches per game out of Daryl Williams. Five to six touches, even if he has a great game and has 40 yards, what is that getting you at this price tag at $3,600? He should be a $1,400 player. It's a little bit ridiculous. You might've heard the name that you never thought you would heard, Jordy Forston, because he scored two touchdowns, but he's only ran 17 routes in the year. Being used in the red zone, sure, but he's clearly touchdown or bust at 1400 and even if he has one catch one yard and a touchdown he's got seven fantasy points for you seven fantasy points is very good at 1400 it might not be enough if this game shoots out you might need 10 to 12 out of every single one of your players so that's where this slate is at it is a very very fun slate it is a very exciting slate the showdown slate looks sexy sexy as can be we're bringing some sexy back with the shirts in the showdown slate so i appreciate you tuning in go ahead and take that prop it's a risk-free bet up to 100 dollars right there on the over kelsey and cole beasley props hit the subscribe button before you go and best of luck on this slate hopefully you've already smashed the sunday slate depending on when you're watching this i do want to let you know about super draft because super draft right now they're going to have the sunday night slate pop up for you and they're going to have some very nice contests i'm talking eight thousand five thousand dollars to first this is their main contest for sunday every week so if you're watching this before the sunday main slate starts you can get in on this super drafts contest because i am their biggest promoter i bring them the most people right i, I giving the most awareness is this channel which look this is a decent sized channel but it's nowhere near what is DraftKings and FanDuel is putting out in terms of their billion dollar marketing budgets that they spend a billion dollars like every fucking four months DraftKings literally a billion dollars on marketing so what does that mean well it means that DraftKings and FanDuel's contests are going to fill 
They fill it a hundred percent because they spend a million and a billions of dollars on marketing. Uh, sorry, Superdraft isn't paying me that. Unfortunately for all of us, I would I would kick back some dollar to the fellas out there and the ladies, but they're not paying me that. So if I'm the biggest person, if you're watching this video, you are probably the only people know, that know for the most part about Superdraft. Superdraft's contests do not fill because of that reason. They're trying to increase their marketing budget, but it's a slow process because they're a new company. So this is the exact time to take advantage because when their contests that have 50k to first or 10k to first for showdown slates are only filling at like 50 to 70 percent, like the Sunday night ones fill the least because everybody is out, they're chilling out. The last thing that they remember on Sunday night is about super draft if anything they're trying to get last second lineups into DraftKings, not super draft put your first dollars into super draft because if the contest fills at 70 or 60 percent just by entering one lineup you beat 30 to 40 percent of the field you have a 30 to 40 percent better chance at winning first place or just cashing at all on super draft right now because of the fact that we're in this interesting bubble time where nobody really knows about it but they're putting out there a big big contest again it's going to fill by the end of the year this is the best time to take advantage of that so go on in there use the code sal if you want a free 20 bucks if you use the code sal you get 20 bucks for free to play over there check it out Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you all so much. I'm going to chill out, relax, max all cool for the rest of the day, the rest of the weekend. Enjoy some motherfucking football, some schmacks on the face, right? Let's enjoy this. Let's win some dollar ruskies. Appreciate you for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one. Like and subscribe before you go. And hey, take care. Brush your hair. <laughs>